Are you not entertained? Thoughts by DeVille Dia, the podcast. Are you ready to get into the mind of DeVille Dia? Yeah. Are you ready to dive into the thoughts of DeVille Dia? Yeah. Let's do this without further ado. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Thoughts by the VLDI Podcast. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's story time. Another episode of Growing Up the VLDI. Rejuvenated, relocated. In this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about me getting bullied. Yeah, Young DeVille got bullied a little bit at my new school. You know how it is going to a new school. As a teenager, everybody has their little cliques, people that they've been cool with since, you know, elementary school and then in comes this new guy now yeah i'm on the football team so i have a lot of people that i'm kind of cool with we kick it doing um doing practice and whatever but once school starts it's kind of like that a little bit of that camaraderie goes away and you know there's a lot of camaraderie on game days there's a lot of camaraderie at practice in the weight room and stuff like that but just normally walking down the hall you kind of speak to each other hey what's up dap each other up and everybody goes their own way with their little clicks but i had a couple guys that were on the team that i was cool with sean and andre them was my guys now um andre me and him got cool he was a linebacker big dude uh he was probably i know he was over six foot 200 something pound big speedy linebacker guy me and him went to war day after day doing practice because I'm hitting them holes. He's having to chase me around the field where he's tackling me. We're having a lot of collision. And somehow between that and then besides the fact that we were one of a few black guys on the team. So we kind of were drawn to each other doing practice. And then um, he actually, I think I gave him, I gave him, my dad gave him a ride home one day. And that's really what kind of set it off. And then we walked home from school together. Uh, another day we didn't live in the same neighborhood per se but we lived in the same area so you know he got to where he stayed before I did and I just had to keep on walking to the house or whatever but yeah he was cool then there was Sean Sean was a kicker a little tiny white guy kicker and uh, <laughs> we, we got cool it was kind of funny so in our locker room we had the, the normal locker room you know where everybody was at then uh ninth grade they had their own separate locker room but inside our locker room there was a senior locker room so you go through this door they had like carpet they had some special kind of lockers or whatever we didn't really know what was in the senior locker room because we weren't allowed in the senior locker room so one day young deville I was, what was I doing? I think I went down there. It was like PE or something. And I run, I go to the football locker room instead of the regular locker room. Because I think I needed like some shorts or a t-shirt or something. Because we had to wear uniforms to PE. It was a Herndon High School shirt, Herndon High School shorts. We had to wear it to, uh, to school. I mean to PE. So I run down there to get my uniform. And I realized that nobody's 
in the uh, the senior locker. So I'm thinking to myself, this is your chance, Deville. This is your chance to go into the senior into the senior locker room without getting your ass kicked. So I go, I, I come, and I kind of look around the corner, you know, make sure nobody's in there, and I go back to my locker. Then I kind of pace around a little bit, make sure nobody's coming. And then I just walk in full steam, like I'm walking into the kitchen to get a glass of milk. I walk straight in there, and boom, I hear a voice, what's up? And I look on the ground, and Sean is laying on the floor. He's like laying on a pile of clothes or something like that, reading a a book. (laughs) I think he was... I think he was uh, studying in the locker room, and I'm like, oh, shit, I done got caught. But then I was like, um, gotta think quick, gotta think quick, gotta think quick. And I was like, oh, man, it's you. Uh, I saw, like, I thought I saw something moving in here, but I didn't think anybody was in here, so I was like, let me go see uh, what the hell was going on. I thought somebody was in here messing around in our locker room. And I was like, that's all right, man, I'm, I, I, I'm out. And he's like, no, 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 man, it's, it's all right, you cool, you cool. So we started, we kicked it, we talked a little bit and whatnot. And, you know, from that moment on, me and Sean was good. And uh, then, who was the rest of my little crew? It was this kid, Mike. I didn't know Mike very well. Me and Mike were in the same class. And for some reason, he took a liking to me. He just would talk to me to freaking death. He sat behind me in my, and it was like a science class, a biology class or something. He would talk me to death. So it was me, Sean, Andre, Mike, and of course, Travis and Mouse that I met for summer school. But Mouse surprisingly didn't really mess with me too much at school. And see, I didn't understand the demographics of things. There was like some type of beef between the, the, the African-American kids and the the Latin kids at this school or in this city, they didn't really rock with each other. So it was kind of like a we were cool on the bus, we were cool in the neighborhood, but once he got to school, he kind of had to separate himself and go hang with you know the Latin kids. Now it wasn't like he wouldn't talk to me or he wouldn't speak to me or whatever. He'd come up to lunch and say what at lunch and say what's up and stuff like that. But then he'd always, you know, wander away and, and go hang out with the um, with the Latin kids. I remember one day we were at lunch and we're talking and he looks up and it's a guy coming across the street, like across the street, not from the school. He's coming across the street into the school and he's like, oh, shit, that's I can't remember what his name. And I'm like, OK, it's like he's not even supposed to be out here. Yada, yada. He was like, I got to go. And he walked off, like, real quick. I don't know if Mouse was in, like, a gang or something. But it was just, you know, he he, he kind of separated himself and kept his distance from me um, at school. But we would kick it. We would, like, sit on the stoop at the house and everything. But when we got to school, it was just kind of awkward. I don't know if he was trying to keep me out of some stuff or whatever. I don't know. But whatever. That's neither here nor there. So... It's still, I'm still trying to find my vibe. And I'm messing with this dude, Mike, man. And I remember one day, uh, I'm sitting there, and I had, I was going for my book bag, and he saw I had some tapes in there. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's right. Back then we had cassette tapes. So I had some tapes in there. He was asking me what I had. And I was like, um, I had a Goody Mob tape. The Goody Mob one with the joint with the who's that beeping in my window? Wow, nobody now. That one. So he was like, let me check that out. I handed it to him. He's looking at it. And then uh, he had it for a minute during class. And when, by the time we get ready to leave class, I turn around and ask for my tape. And he's like, I ain't got it. I'm like, what the fuck you mean you ain't got it? So it's this chick that liked me sitting beside him. He's like, she's got it. So I'm asking her about the tape. And she's, she's saying, I don't have your tape. I, uh, Mike has your tape. I would give you the tape if I, had, if I had it. You know, I'd give you your tape. So I'm thinking they playing with me. So I'm like, all right, whatever, man. I get it from you. So I go on about my business. Days go by, and I'm trying to get this tape back. Because now, now I'm getting aggravated, and I'm asking about my tape. And he's like, oh, no, I don't got your tape. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. But then he'd do stuff like sit behind me in class, and he'd sing the Goody Mob song, kind of trying to egg me on. Now, DeVille's trying to be a good guy. I'm up here in the suburbs, and quite honestly, I'm nervous. Because back in Gladiator School in Valdosta, Georgia, Young D.I. would have been socked the shit out of Mike. But I'm at this school. I don't really know nobody. I don't know Mike's affiliations. And then I have an inkling that Mike will probably, I'll probably end up getting sent to youth detention or something if I sock the shit out of Mike. But... So I'm trying to play it low, but that isn't even the time where that isn't that was part of the bullying. But that was lightweight. It got a little bit heavy, and I'm gonna explain it to you uh, <laughs> right after this break. You know what I mean? Man, damn memories! You just be sitting around thinking about this as I'm telling this story, and it's like, wow, that was so long ago now. You know what I mean? But yeah. So once we start back up gonna tell you guys about the my encounter with the Herndon Killer mob. Yeah. Yeah, so let's talk about this. HMK or the Herndon Killer Mob, as they call. So one day I'm hanging out with Andre, and this other guy comes up to us, and real tall white guy, slim, real lean type of guy. Now he was a linebacker too, so I thought that was Andre's man's or something, but turns out they was just kicking it because you know they're linebackers. So he comes up. And he t- he's talking to us. And then, excuse me, another guy came, comes up. I can't remember his name. I just remember it started with, a, started with a C. And, yeah, I can't remember his name. I think he was like a defensive end or lineman. He might have been a linebacker, too, because we ran like a 4-4 defense. But either way, we're all talking and kicking and whatever. And then guy walks by. And he calls the the white guy like, "Hey, what up? What's up?" Da, 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 da. And they're like, "HMK." And he, you know, he responds, "HMK." And he's like, "I'll holler at y'all." He walks off. So I'm talking to my dudes, and I'm like, "What the hell is HMK?" Now I had seen this like written in the bathroom. 
I heard people say something about HMK, HMK, here and there, little rumblings of HMK. So I was curious as to what it was. I asked him, you know, what's HMK? And he's like, yeah, that's a, it's a, it's like, a, it's a gang, but it's like uh, a bunch of white boys that you see that um, they hang together. And these were the, you know, the hip hop. We listen to rap, you know, we're down type of white guys. And they had formed them a click, a click, a little gang called HMK. And remember it was one, it was like one black dude who hung with them. And this was during the nineties. So they had like the, you either dress hip hop or you dress skater. And the one black dude out of the clique, he was the skater. He got on the, the Junko pants or the, and the uh, Pacos, whatever. When he always had these big ass over the ear headphones on. And he always just be laughing all the damn time. I remember that. So, whatever. I'm thinking this is Andre's man's or whatever. So, one day, walking down the hall, minding my business, and I see a group of the football guys, football team, you know, over in the corner just chilling. So, I'm walking by, and I speak, you know, what's up? And so, one of them, big black dude, big lineman black dude. He was one of those type of dudes that act crazy all the time, you know, like stick his tongue out and growl. And he was one of those type of guys, you know, just acts way too intense. Ball head in high school. You know a guy's a nutcase when he wears a ball head in high school. So he's like, hey, well, what's your name again? Tell him my name. He's on some, come here. So I walk over there and he slaps. Pow. Wasn't a hard slap. It was a slap kind of like you slap your little brother. And then after he slaps me, he immediately grabs me and pulls me in real hard and real tight. Like on a, uh, that movie, uh, uh, <laughs> Friday with, with Cat Williams, The Matrix. He snatched me over there like The Matrix. I was up in there. He brought me up in there tight and grabbed me. And he kind of, you know, hugged me. I was like, I was, I was just messing with you, man. Just a little, you know, a little rookie thing. So we laugh it off or whatever. And. The guy I was telling y'all about, the HMK guy, he was standing there. He's kind of laughing. <laughs> so we walk up. He back there. You know, everybody kind of pats me on the back, daps me up, and I walk off. You know, in football, there is a certain amount of uh, hazing that you're going to have to go through, putting sugar in people's cleats, uh, throwing people's clothes in the, um, in, the, in, the, in the shower, stuff like that, put baby powder all over people's clothes. What the, we didn't we didn't consider that bullying. That was just hazing. Welcome to the team type of stuff. So I don't pay that. Didn't pay that much mind. Uh, I've done worse things to people on the football team. So I go on about my business. Next day, coming down the hall, same group of guys standing there. So this time, the HMK dude he calls me. And I was like, nah, man, I ain't coming over there. Y'all gonna be on that bullshit again. You ain't get me. Because this is, mind you, we went to school that day, went to practice. Everybody's cool. We were laughing, joking. Next day, school's going on. I'm walking down the hall, same hallway, after the same class, see the same group of guys. So I know, I'm thinking to myself, this is gonna be some shenanigans going on if I go over there. But this lady, he like, nah, man, come here, man, for real. So I walk over there, and this dude, the HMK guy, grabs me by the throat. 
I'm talking about grabs me by the throat like freaking Undertaker. Like the choke slam chokes the shit out of me. I'm not even going to fraud. Young DeVille D.I. was in shape. Young DeVille D.I. was strong. But Young DeVille D.I. could not get this man's hand from around his throat. And his arm was so long, it was like I couldn't punch him because I tried. I took a swing. Couldn't hit him. <laughs> I refused to kick him because that's just the kind of man I am. So he choked up. Like when somebody grabs you by the throat so hard that your eyes water up, he choked the shit out of me. And then he kind of pushes me back and laughs it off. And because and the dude's like, the same dude who had slapped me today for, he's like, leave him alone, man. And he, he kind of pushes me back and lets me go. And I walk off. I'm not even going to fraud. I walk off. I'm humble like a motherfucker. Cause this dude just choked the shit out of me. I, I At this point, I couldn't fight if I wanted to because I just got the shit choked out of me. So I walk off, go on about my business. We go to practice and everything. And then after practice, uh, I see Andre and the guy, other guy he hangs with. And we talk to each other. And he's like, um, uh, uh, I asked him, he, he asked, I told him I was going to have to walk home. I asked him when he was walking. And he was like, um, no, nah, my man's giving me a ride. You want me to see if he give you a ride too? And so he was like, this man was like, bet, I give y'all, give y'all a ride. We jump into, I remember he had a Camry, a black Camry, and it had the speakers in the back. He's listening like Wu-Tang or some shit. So we jump in the car. When we're getting to, go walking to the car, I see the HMK dude walking by. He walks by the car. And I notice the guy who, Andre's friend who's driving, they kind of look at each other. And Buddy just, you know, him and his little clique, they kind of look and they walk by. So, I'm like, okay, whatever. So, he's like, I don't fuck with dude. I was like, I thought that was your man's. He's like, no, I don't fuck with him. Him them H-E-M-K, they, they be, this and that, they think they tough, you know. They, you know, like, they try to act like they from the hood, like where we, like where we from. Now, at this point, I was from the hood, but I wasn't living in the hood at this point. Andre and his mans, they was from the hood. They was from the hood of the area. So they're trying to act like they from the hood, like they hard and da da da. So I was like, yeah, man, he, the other day, I was walking down the hall and, you know, Buddy, the other dude, had slapped me, you know, playing around or whatever. And then the next day, I'm coming down and the dude grabbed me and choked the shit out of him. And we're headed out, we're driving, we're headed around to the front of the school to leave. And Buddy, who was driving, was like, what? And he hit the brakes. So then Andre was like, he did. What happened now? And I was like, yeah, he choked the shit out of me. And he was like, nah, fuck that. Whips the car around. So we pull up. Him and the whole HMK is sitting out there um, just standing around bullshitting. We pull up hard. But he jumps out the driver's seat. Before anybody could do anything, he's out the car. I'm not even 100% sure the car had stopped rolling yet. He jumps out the car, walks straight over there, and smacks the shit out of the dude. Pow! So, buddy, he had, he slapped him so hard, buddy fell. And so now me and Andre are out of the car. We're walking up, and everybody, the whole little HMK click, they stepped back. They was like, nah, what the fuck's going on, man? Why you tripping this up? And he was like, you fucking with my little cousin? I'm da 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 and I'm fuck you up. So... Now I'm part of the gang, right? Because now he claims, see, this is something I'm explaining to you, to you um, non, 
uh, uh, African American people. Once a black person refers to you as a family member, cousin, brother, sister, nephew, uncle, you're part of the family now. That means you're one of us now. So, I just want to fuck with my little cousin. I'll beat the shit out of you. Da, da, da. So now I'm an app. I'm a geek. <laughs> I walk up while dudes get up and I steal them. Yeah, I stole them. Bow! And so, you know, he went back to the knee. And then he stood up and I remember how big he was. I was like, shit. Hope you don't want to squabble. But he didn't. Now, I'm not telling you this to, um, to, uh, condone violence i'm just telling you my life story so peppermint community relax i'm telling you things that happened to me in my life not trying to influence anybody to be out here beating people up but that's how it happened so i stole on him wow he went down to a knee then he stood up and he was like y'all got it y'all got it and they started walking off now by this time there's a teacher coming so we see the teacher and instead of um He's like, hey, hey, he's trying to get our attention. I guess he, I don't know if he's seen me hit the dude or if he's seen old boy hit the dude, but either way, he's coming. So, buddy grabs me. He's like, come on. And we go into the school. And he tells this chick when we walking by, get my keys. So she goes to the car, gets his keys. Man, we going to school. Me, him, and Andre. And while we're walking through the school, we're going to go to the area where the step team practices and kind of blend in because the step team was black. Yes, it, we were. So we go in there, and guess who I see? I see Mike. Mike see me coming down the hall with Andre and old boy, and he's like, did you ever get you to find your goody mob tape? So, stole it on him too. Bam! <laughs> Needless to say, next day I got my goody mob tape. Moral of the story is, there ain't no moral of the story. Don't be a bully. Leave people the fuck alone. Because eventually, you get what's coming to you. Thank y'all for tuning in to the VLDI. Thoughts about the VLDI. Love each and every last one of y'all. Remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. I'm out of here, man. Peace.